He is the CEO and president of Orion. And uh, uh, Alfonso has a strong track record in the design and launch of new and disruptive enterprises in technology space and across multiple market segments. At Orion, Afonso helps drive the organization's strategy forward in highly collaborative and strategic manners. He brings a unique blend of experience in user-first service teamwork and strategic alliance building to bear on solving the complex problems faced by Ontario's research, education, innovation community. He sits on the board of Orion's Toronto partner, GTA Net, as well as on OCAD University's Digital Futures Advisory Board. He serves as an adjunct professor in the, his graduate program. He serves as a volunteer mentor and entre- entrepreneur in residence, supporting teams and companies at Ryerson University, Digital Media Zone, and Computech, at, and Mars. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and he previously held a similar role at uh, Deolite. And... Um, Afonso, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank you, David. I'm uh, I'm honored to be here. You know, uh, mentioning Mars, I was there uh, in the summer at, at some of those uh, some, some of the uh, um, uh, events that took place. Fascinating, especially with uh, you know some of the opportunities that that presented for Toronto and moving forward. And I guess there was some excitement about uh, uh, some of the opportunities that might have come forward. Uh, working with uh, some rather large uh, international companies in the technology area that that didn't perhaps fulfill itself most recently, eh? Right, right. I mean, it's uh, it's certainly a great platform, and they're doing and have been doing quite uh, um, quite uh, quite good work. <laughs> mm. So, can you tell us a little bit about uh, a little bit more about Orion and what what Orion does and and what its purpose is and when it was set up? And those yeah, no, certainly. Um, so Orion um, has been around since uh, 2001, um, and it serves what uh, what is known as the uh, R E and I um, community, research, education, and innovation um, community. Mm-hmm. Um, so pure research and uh, and education and uh, and innovation. Um, so think of uh, the universities, the colleges, um, the uh, the public library system. Um, think of uh, research that's happening in uh, in healthcare and healthcare facilities. Um, so Orion uh, serves that community and uh, that community's desire and need, if you will, to um, to uh, do research and to uh, and to help each other, if you will, um, find sort of and solve um, um, answers to big questions: uh, cancer research, juvenile diabetes, um, those sorts of things. Um, we, uh, we have about 6,000, if this means anything, uh, um, 6,000 kilometers of fiber, um, all the way from, um, the lake, uh, to, uh, to as far as Thunder Bay. Uh, we have about 2 million, um, um, people on, on the network, um, throughout the province. Um, Orion is, uh, if you will, um, the, the network that serves Ontario. We are part of a network, um, that serves, um, Canada, so we are one of. Uh, there's there is uh, uh, an Orion equivalent uh, in each of the provinces and regions across the country, uh, and then sort of extending beyond uh, that into other parts of uh, of the world. So when you you uh, mentioned that kind of of infrastructure, can you help explain? Is that a similar kind of infrastructure that we would see, say, for instance, in the hydroelectric system? You know how. 
we, we and, and I had no idea until recently a little bit about how this this uh, system operated. And what I mean by this is uh, when there was a uh, when the system went down a few years ago, we found out that that you know you may not be getting your electricity from your local provider. It may be coming from you know south somewhere the border, and and, right. and it, it gets interchanged like that. Is is this, is in, in is the network you provide is similar in in the way it is set up? Um. So uh, uh, that's generally how the internet works, right? It is a uh, uh, it is a um, a matrix, right, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. of systems communicating um, with each other uh, across the globe, right? Um, Orion, uh, if I understand the question, uh, Orion is a dedicated network, okay. right? Uh, we are a private network mm-hmm. um, that serves our uh, our community. So certainly, there are going to be things that occur uh, where there is a uh, uh, down service. Uh, however, we uh, uh, we pay a lot of attention um, and a lot of focus on uh, on assuring that we have redundant paths uh, and redundant levels of uh, of way to uh, to get back to uh, each of our uh, hubs or pops. So, if something were to uh, and you'd be surprised, right? I mean, things like squirrels uh, um, are. <laughs> I, I kid you not, right? I mean. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't know if anybody's ever done the analysis. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's ever done the analysis uh, on uh, on what a squirrel costs um, uh, the network. But I'm telling you, it's uh, I can share with you, sort of in confidence, it's uh, it's a lot higher than than most people would imagine. That's, and so, if something as uh, as um, mundane, shall I say, as a squirrel making its way through fiber, um, it'll take down, uh, if you will, a certain path. But again, sort wow. of, we we spend considerable time and effort uh, in uh, in making sure that there are redundant paths back to uh, wherever we're uh, we're serving. So now that you've opened that question up, what is what is the attraction <laughs> to squirrels and, and fiber? Line? Uh, you know, I, I you know I could make it up. Uh, but sort of, we can probably sort of have fun with that. But uh, I'm not entirely sure why that is. I don't know. I mean, maybe it tastes good. It tastes good. I don't know, right? I mean, uh, uh, I, it's it's a it's a good question, and I uh, and I don't have an answer. It, that's that's you know it's, it's it is somewhat humorous to hear that yeah. though that that uh, you know these fiber lines could be taken down by a squirrel. Um, uh, great. That that's great. Now, um, can you explain a little bit, bit more about yourself and your sure. roles that you play? For instance, uh, in some of the positions you hold, like in OCAD and and, and other places. Sure. Um, so as uh, uh, and that was a mouthful, by the way, sort of on the introduction. <laughs> um, I uh, so as you said, I'm currently the CEO and president of uh, of Orion, which is a uh, a nonprofit, which certainly differentiates us um, from uh, from other uh, mm. telecoms in uh, in the province. Um, and so our focus is very much uh, about uh, the user and about the community. Uh, we are not uh, driven, or I like to say sort of um, the I in, uh, in, in the ROI conversation at Orion mm. um, is, uh, uh, is not investment, right? It's return on innovation, right? So mm. uh, we believe in sort of investing in the community, investing in the people that use uh, uh, the platform. Uh, I've been in the role um, just, uh, I guess, just shy of about uh, uh, three years. Uh, and, uh, and prior to that, uh, I come from that uh, community, if you will, sort of the technology community. Uh, before that, I, as, uh, as you mentioned, I held a similar role uh, at, uh, at Deloitte. Uh, the common theme uh, to my career has been technology and, uh, and, and to that, actually, uh, innovation. Um, I... Um, I don't claim to know anything more than anybody else, uh, but I am quite a persistent individual. So uh, I look for, if you will, sort of answers and things that perhaps um, 
uh, well, I just look for answers. Uh, I'm sure there uh, there are, are things you want to get onto, but I'd like to I'd like to get just to, for our listeners' sake sure. to get a little bit more information about yourself. What attracted you to get into technology? Um, well, that's a story um, <laughs> um, in and of itself. I don't know uh, how much how much time do we Briefly. have. Briefly, <laughs> um, so I will. Uh, yeah, I'll give you the abridged version. Um, my view of technology has been about um, how uh, my view of technology is technology as a tool. It's mm. not about sort of what's cool, right? Mm. It's not about sort of uh, what's just whiz bang, uh, so to speak. And uh, um, I uh, um, I have a I have a background in uh, in economics. Uh, I don't have any technical background necessarily. Mm. Uh, and uh, so the story is, uh, I uh, over a summer I was uh, I was working in the archives at the University of Toronto way back when. And my job was uh, to be that of an archivist and mm. to sort of make sense of um, a, uh, a collection that was donated to, uh, um, to the university. Uh, and I was confronted with this wall of, of banker boxes of, of, of paper uh, and to try and make sense. This is before, right? This is, I'll age myself here a little bit, right? Uh, so this was in about 90, uh, 93, mm. right? So this is before the digitization sort of mm. of, of things and uh, quite frankly, I thought I was going to lose my life to this project, right? I was going to sort of expire. Uh, and so I was confronted with this this room full of boxes uh, and uh, and this project. And I remember, if you will, sort of uh, machinating over how I was going to uh, deal with this. And I remember sort of um, um, speaking with a mentor and asking uh, asking my mentor how, you know, there must be a better way of doing this, right? Mm. Uh, and at the time, he suggested uh, that I advocate for uh, a computer, uh, and some software, um, some spreadsheet software, uh, which was at the time Lotus. I had no idea what this stuff was, right? right? Uh, but I got uh, I got informed, I got educated, uh, if you will. And uh, what was to take a three months, uh, what was to take three months to do this project, uh, ended up taking me three weeks. Hmm. And so, and that's where I fell in love, if you will, with the utility of technology, mm-hmm. right? So. Uh, it wasn't uh, uh, cool for cool's sake. The world mm-hmm. is littered with cool for cool's sake. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many apps are there on yeah. on this yeah. device or that device? And certainly, there's a role for that. I'm mm-hmm. not to say not to suggest that there isn't. Uh, but my love of technology, if you will, is about uh, um, how can we help, right? How can we help sort of uh, a community? How can we help sort of a certain sort of uh, uh, element uh, and uh, and move things forward that way? So that's where I, that's how I got started. Cool. That's how I got started in technology. That's how I fell in technology, Great. and then that took me on a trajectory. Great, thank you for that. Now, I want to I want to um, touch on one other thing that you mentioned about uh, Orion, yeah, a nonprofit, yes, nonprofit organization. That's very interesting. I think in this world of technology, and uh, in the world that you uh, that 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 it operates in, um, and and I'm just wondering what benefits and what uh, challenges does that prevent for you as a not for profit? Um, again, good questions. Thank you. Um, so, and I'll, uh, I'll declare sort of, uh, this is the first time in my career that I have worked, uh, mm. in a nonprofit, uh, uh, um, organization and what, um, what drew me to it, what drew me to, um, Orion and to work in a nonprofit, um, if you will, uh, in traditional, I'll say, and it's not always the case, but in traditional, certainly in my experience, um, uh, corporate culture is, has a, has a win-lose mm-hmm. sort of, uh, approach to things, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I'm winning at your cost or, yep. or whatever. That, I mean, I don't exactly. think we need to sort of get into uh, that. Um, and so I'd reached a time in my life and in my career where 
um, I came to the realization that you can have a win-win scenario, right? Win-win-win situation. Win-win-win, right? <laughs> Absolutely, right? Uh, and so it's within that sort of scenario. And, and Orion sort of obviously existed long before I got there. And mm. so uh, the creation of Orion, sort of the, the, the founding sort of uh, thought and principles around Orion was uh, that the telco itself um, was uh, created for the community and uh, and on behalf of uh, uh, of the community in a win-win win scenario right so um that's the basis of uh, of why we do what we do i think that a lot of people have a misconception of not for profit sure um you know in that oh you're not allowed to to make a profit first of all right well right but you you obviously are allowed to make a profit because if you could not uh make a profit or put that money back into the, the business that you're right. making you would be not be able to right. advance the business you would not be able to buy new new right. uh, new, new new equipment or add staff or anything else yeah. so the, there is that element and i think that in and that's some a key ways, distinction actually that you're making and it's a, it's an important distinction yeah and I, and I think that that people need to realize that um that it, it's almost like having a, a social element to the you know, when you say giving back, it's, it has an element of giving back to the community or helping. Absolutely. So Absolutely. great. That's that's wonderful yeah. to hear. So um, I, I hope things continue for you uh, well with the organization. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about the kind of things that Orion is currently involved with? Um, so we are uh, um, engaged in a number of, uh, of interesting uh, uh, projects um, so our uh, uh, we have a uh, we have a mandate in which to serve the community, um, and I think I uh, I, uh, I overlooked to say that we uh, we serve also sort of the K to twelve community. Mm. So certainly uh, um, not all of K to twelve within. Uh, uh, we don't have all the school boards within the province, but we do have a uh, um, a, a sizable footprint. Um, and what would you be doing with K to twelve? What kind of things? Um, would you- Providing them with uh, internet services okay. and, and, and products, and we are extending uh, that to include um, security uh, uh, services. So what's key is is um, the uh, the N in Orion. Orion actually is uh, an acronym, right? Mm. Uh, and the N stands for network. Uh, and uh, it's not just uh, when, we, uh, when we think of a network, we don't think just wires uh, in the ground or overhead, uh, we think of uh, the network being the the community itself, right? So we uh, we began looking a few years uh, back at uh, at other things that we can be doing other than providing uh, uh, networks such as security services and uh, uh, data backup services, if you will, uh, shared services that go well beyond sort of uh, connecting um, the the community to uh, to be able to sort to extend sort of uh, uh, other. Um, other applications. I'm not sure if I've answered your question or not, but that's uh, those are the sort of things that we've begun looking at. Uh, we've uh, we're actively upgrading uh, the platform um, to be a uh, a 100 gig platform, um, which basically means um, super fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is an incredibly uh, fast. It is an incredibly robust uh, platform. To put that into context for your users, uh, or rather for your audience. Um, um, you can basically download every single episode of, uh, or rather, every single sort of uh, show on Netflix, right, in HD, um, all at the same time in milliseconds. Seriously? Absolutely. Wow. That's a big pipe. It is a big pipe. Uh, and when you're thinking of, uh, when you think of the kind of research that happens on uh, the Orion platform, uh, like genomics research, right, uh, and, uh, and the sort of things that happen like that, 
um, it's required, mm. right? Mm. Uh, you have For researchers, sure. right? You have researchers not just in Ontario, but you have researchers on either end of the province and sort of other uh, opposite ends of the world um, that are trying to communicate uh, and share data um, in either real time or near real time uh, to solve, as I said earlier, sort of big problems, yeah. right? When you say that, it brings a whole bunch of other questions to mind. For instance, what does it take to set something like that up, first of all? Secondly, I thought I thought about when you said, uh, you know, downloading that much information on Netflix at once, I thought somebody says, oh, how can I get this? <laughs> <laughs> so, or, or if you're a 16-year-old boy like my son who games online, oh yeah, says, uh, sure. how, do I, how do I tap into that, right? Yeah, now, when you say that, though, is that, is that, that's not end user, is it? Um, so... Um, yes, it's at the actual endpoints, right? Wow. So, uh, so Orion, if you will, sort of is um, is the connectivity that connects, mm-hmm. sort of, um, on either end, uh, in partnership um, with um, um, our um, with our with our community. Uh, um, so they're big computers, if you will, mm. on either ends of uh, of this uh, of this network, where there's a lot of crunching uh, that's happening. So yes, it it uh, it is at. Uh, at 100 gigabits, absolutely. Mm. And you mentioned Orion was an acronym. What does it stand for? Uh, you had to ask me, right? Um, <laughs> you had to say it. <laughs> I had to say it, right? Um, so here's a test. So uh, Orion stands for the Ontario Research uh, Innovation... Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> oh God. well, an education oh, network. Oh gosh, there we go. Does work. Sorry, what was that? The last two were... The Ontario Research uh, and Innovation Network or something like that. I'm sorry. I'm embarrassed. I'm no, probably, no, no worries. My colleagues who might be listening on the other end are probably cringing. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. We got the name uh, and people can look it up and find it, find it online, correct? Yes, yes, absolutely. Sunwing.ca, yeah. And you can win a vacation right here on Element FM. Be sure to be listening in the morning with Bob McGee. You're back, and you're listening to Moment of Truth. I'm your host, David Moses, on Element FM. Our guest this morning is Alfonso... Uh, I'm sorry, I no always Le- want to trans... Uh, Licata. Licata, thank you. Yes. Um, that's an interesting name. What, what is that, if you don't mind me asking? I don't. Um, it's uh, of Italian origin. Really? Ah, yeah. Okay, I wouldn't have necessarily placed it with Italian, but okay, it works. Yeah. Um, and uh, Alfonso is the, uh, the CEO and president of Orion now, does Orion have uh, uh, inc- incorporated technology? What would be after? Is there anything after Orion? Um, so it is uh, it is uh, uh, registered as a nonprofit corporation. Yeah, right? I'm just thinking like um, Orion Technologies, Orion Incorporated. Um, or is there anything? Orion Corporation? But I mean, okay. it, we just work with the Orion. Uh, Got it. Yeah, great. And uh, we've been talking a little bit about. Um, network, I guess, set up and, and yeah. the kind of things that you're involved with, the kind of things that your organization is working with as a not-for-profit, which I am still, uh, you know, <laughs> that's that's great that, that you're doing that. Are there, do you know if there's many other organizations in the kind of line of work that you do that are not-for-profit? Um, so uh, um, there are uh, uh, peer, if you will, mm-hmm. sort of organizations mm-hmm. to Orion yep. in, uh, in each of the other provinces. Okay. Um, so there's a organization, wonderful organizations across the country, such as BCNet, which serves the province of, yep. uh, of BC and mm-hmm. Siberia and Alberta, and then sort of across the uh, across the country. Um, so there are equivalents to uh, to Orion in each of those uh, provinces as it relates to um, the uh, the world that we live in. Orion lives in. Um, we are very much. Um, I wouldn't say we're unique, uh, but we are uh, very much. Um, uh, uh, a standout, shall I say, because okay. uh, again, our model very much is driven by um, our community's needs, 
Um, and to the point that you drew earlier, um, and I just, it, so we're not a charity, mm. right? right. Uh, but we right. do operate in a cost uh, plus model. Understood. Um, in order to, obviously, as uh, again, as you pointed out, to be able to uh, reinvest mm-hmm. uh, in the platform. So we got to a point in a realization uh, about a year and a half ago um, that uh, uh, we needed to reinvest in uh, in the platform. Uh, and we we started that uh, in the fall, uh, and we're actively working through that. And as you can imagine, it's uh, it's a large uh, and diverse geographic uh, uh, landscape, Ontario, that is. Uh, and so uh, we are actively working through that, and we'll probably be spending a good part of this year uh, in, uh, in bringing that online. Can you tell us a little bit about the organization itself in terms of... Uh uh, its head office location. Are there are there offices located yeah. elsewhere in the province? So we work very much in a partnership model, right? Okay. So our head offices are here in uh, in Toronto, uh, and uh, we work with each one of our uh, um, of our community members, if you will, sort of like the University of Toronto. Mm. Uh, we'll have uh, we'll have staff that will be working with Orion to assure that sort of um, that uh, there's a handover, if you will, a handshake. Uh, and we do that sort of, again across uh, across the province, across universities, colleges, um, K to twelve communities. So, it's uh, I like to describe it as a leveraged model. Mm. Uh, it allows us to um, um, contain costs. We're a relatively small shop; mm-hmm. uh, we're under thirty people. Okay. Um, but again, we uh, we leverage um, our uh, our community, um, and uh, uh, we come together as a community when uh, um, when needed. So the, the word community that you use, um, I think, uh, if you don't mind explaining that a little more, sure. when you say community, um, obviously you just mentioned the handshake, you're working with other organizations. Is this, uh, do you deal only with other organizations or do you deal with individual people at their, you know, residential end? Right. Um, so Orion's mandate is uh, is strictly um, um, what's known as, again, sort of the research, education, innovation. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, Orion was created through um, an act of legislation in 2001 um, to serve that uh, that community. Okay. Right? Uh, so we are not um, uh, we don't focus on uh, on residential users, mm-hmm. right? Uh, nor do we focus on on corporate uh, okay. uh, usage, right? It's yep. very much um, that uh, uh, that community that we've already uh, spoken to. And uh, to be quite frank, it uh, it was um, uh, it took a level of uh, of great foresight um, for the founders and uh, uh, for the uh, uh, for the government and the community at uh, at the time to uh, uh, to bring up, if you will, the whole idea of uh, of Orion. Right. So uh, those institutions that we work with are government funded, right? Mm. Uh, and so mm-hmm. we receive our fundings, shall I say, um, through those institutions. Right. So the thought process one. Th- Amongst others, was to provide a a high uh, high speed, high capacity, uh, dedicated network uh, to uh, this community um, at the lowest cost uh, mm. possible. So mm. uh, the idea again is to um, um, in the nonprofit sort of uh, um, ideology mm. is uh, to uh, make the most of of public funds, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. uh, that plays its way through um, everything that uh, that we do. So I, I ha I now I put my corporate hat on. Sure. <laughs> sure. Shall I put my on as well? <laughs> so, pardon me. Um I, I'm just wondering, uh how has that uh has that had any limitations for you? In, from what I, what I mean by that is right. 
trying to supply the best service at the mm. at, at the least expense. Right. Uh, being being uh, government funded organizations are dealing with, which of course have limit limited budgets. Yes. Has that had an impact on your ability to sometimes be able to bring the kind of technology you want forward to these? these uh, it certainly has its challenges. Yeah. Absolutely, as you uh, um, as you've aptly pointed out, and I'll uh, I'll give you an example. Um, about two years ago, um, we were uh, uh, presented with uh, with a challenge and an opportunity um, by our community, um, largely our uh, uh, the higher ed community, universities mm-hmm. and colleges. Mm-hmm. Uh, something which you may know, uh, there's a lot of intellectual property um, that uh, that occurs sure. uh, um, in research. Okay, um, and uh, with that, um, there's a great need to have security, security protocols, uh, and uh, and et cetera. Um, the institutions themselves, um, you know, are challenged with uh, higher demands, right, uh, and uh, and decreasing uh, budgets. And so, how does a smaller uh, university uh, um, deal with that, right? And so they, they couldn't. They have the same challenges as a large university, uh, but they don't have necessarily the same resources to be able to address those uh, uh, those needs. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we came together with uh, uh, with a group of uh, uh, of uh, I'll say sort of forward thinking uh, institutions, and we create a shared service, right? We created a mm-hmm. shared security service, a shared uh, CISO service. Uh, um, um, chief inform- uh, uh, chief security uh, uh, service, and the idea there is is that sort of as a group, mm-hmm. right? We can afford it, yes. right? Uh, but individually, um, they couldn't, right. right? So there's an example. It requires creativity, absolutely, right? yeah. uh, and it requires um, actually quite fundamentally, it requires uh, a level of trust, yeah, right? Sure. Uh, and so uh, that was uh, uh, that's the uh, that's if you will sort of the beginning of most conversations, right? And so mm-hmm. uh, our community entrusted us uh, to uh, to take a uh, um, an advocacy role, to take a, a leadership role, uh, and uh, and we did with them, uh, and uh, we've uh, we're concluding now, if you will, sort of this two year pilot. Uh, which uh, by most accounts has been successful, and we're looking at uh, now uh, extending that beyond um, the uh, the existing. Um, it was a group of eight um, colleges and universities that uh, that we worked with, and uh, if you will, sort of working out the kinks. Uh, we've tested it out, and now it's um, it's somewhat ready, or it's readier um, to now include other institutions. So there is an example of uh, of a nonprofit uh, um, community led. Uh, way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, win, 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 yeah. right? So if we looked at this um, from a uh, uh, from a profit perspective, right? Um, mo- I'd say sort of uh, most, if uh, uh, um, well, the majority of the institutions would not be able to afford it, and that's sure. uh, again sort of uh, that's a role that we play, right? Yeah. Is, uh, and so there's other things that we're looking at, other uh, products and services that uh, we're looking at to be able to. Uh, uh, bring to bear to uh, to that community. How would you say we are doing from uh, from a wired or wireless community mm. in terms of being able to provide the kind of of service that our world demands, and in particular, you know, Ontario. It's a big yeah. province. Yeah. Um, how are we doing in, in being able to provide the service that is that is required these days to the entire province? Yeah. Um, so it's uh, um, the answer to that question is depends on where you are. <laughs> yes, um, 
And so <laughs> if you find yourself in a, a, an urban center, mm-hmm. um, Toronto, Hamilton, Waterloo, uh, uh, Ottawa, um, you have you have choice. Mm-hmm. You have uh, you have plenty of uh, of choice and opportunity. Uh, once you start getting outside of the larger urban uh, areas, and you don't really have to get that far right. outside, um, there is a uh, uh, certainly a degradation of um, of service, of access, uh, and uh, and dare I say, even opportunity to participate mm. uh, in the digital economy, and that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a problem uh, of uh, of this province. Uh, that's a problem in this country, uh, and that's a problem um, there. That I would say that Orion takes um, seriously, mm. right? Um, I would suggest that uh, we are um, Orion. That is our. Uh, we are focused. That's one of the things we're looking at. It's one of the things that we are doing uh, within our strategic plan. Is we are looking beyond um, urban areas. Um, we issued out a report um, at the. Uh, it was the beginning of uh, of no, beginning of December, I believe it was, uh, which looks at uh, how do we bring. Um, shall I say, fairer levels uh, or better levels of uh, of access to uh, rural, uh, remote, uh, and Aboriginal, uh, Indigenous uh, communities throughout the province. Right? How do mm-hmm. we have uh, these communities begin to participate mm-hmm. uh, in uh, in the digital uh, economy? And welcome back to Moment of Truth. I'm David Moses, your host. And you're listening to, as I say, Moment of Truth on Element FM, broadcasting to Toronto and Ottawa. Our guest today is Alfonso Licata. He is the CEO and president of Orion. And uh, Orion uh, is, is, is a, a not-for-profit organization and uh, dealing with innovation. You wanna, you wanna, you, we talked about some innovation and some of the things that, that your organization is involved with, uh, uh, Alfonso. You said also that you had some some stats you wanted to to yeah just coming back to uh, the earlier question mm. um, sort of how well or or not well um, we're doing mm-hmm. uh, and so what's interesting is uh, um, on this journey uh, we've come to realize that thirty uh, percent um, of northern Ontario communities actually don't have um, what most would uh, believe are the minimum requirements to get access to uh, to the internet so they don't have access to reliable internet that's a large part of the province right so that's Thirty percent. Thirty percent of the you say northern part of the province, right? So thirty percent of uh, of northern Ontario, northern Ontario communities. N- now, uh, can, can we can can you divide that in terms of what what where is north for you? <laughs> <laughs> so, David, that's a good question. Uh, I'll I'll preface that uh, with saying that uh, I'm a Toronto boy, born mm. and raised, um, and uh, at one point in my life, or sort of certainly before I started working at Orion, I would have considered Steeles to be northern Ontario. <laughs> Um, I've come to realize that that doesn't even begin to encompass, <laughs> right? Uh, I've come to realize that Sudbury doesn't be- begin mm. to encompass Northern Ontario. Mm. Um, so Northern, I mean, I've, so there's, there's a, there's a near North, there's a mid North and, mm. and, and a North North, so mm. uh, if you will. Um, so, uh, we would define, uh, Northern Ontario, um, from basically Sudbury, uh, and, uh, and beyond, right? Okay. So, uh, it's a, it's a large, uh, um, and dare I say, the majority of uh, of the province, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing to consider is that uh, uh, f- um, rural communities, yes. um, on average, pay about forty five percent more uh, for the access that they do get uh, than uh, um, urban centric uh, communities. So there's a number of challenges, right? 
Uh, one is, uh, you know, getting access to those parts of, uh, of the province and then sort of um, getting access to them in a, uh, in a fair and equitable uh, way to, uh, um, to the rest of the community. Certainly, uh, you know, when you, when you, you mentioned that, there's a book, if I think, I think it was, remember, if I read Future, Future Forward, for, uh, I can't remember the name of it now, mm. um, and, and it talked about solving some of these issues. For right. instance, Africa, I believe, has, has many ways of going right around the process of, uh, of, of having a wired community. Right. Uh, Africa has gone completely wireless, if I'm not mistaken, which is which is bypassing that whole point of, of having to put a lot of that infrastructure into place. Right. So, I mean, uh, uh, wired technologies um, is just one of the ways. Um, we uh, at Orion are, uh, shall I say, um, technology agnostic, right? It's not about the, um, the technology. It's about sort of bringing a level mm. of service. Mm. Um, there are other things that, uh, that are happening um, there's uh, things like low uh, orbit satellites uh, that are um, showing to be promising uh, and being able to uh, uh, bring rural uh, communities uh, uh, online. So there's certainly uh, uh, active engagements, uh, not just sort of at the provincial level, uh, at the uh, at the federal and sort of on on the global uh, on the global platform. Absolutely. So is Orion only only working with the wired, or do they work in all, all aspects? Yeah, um, I would say that uh, uh, currently um, the uh, uh, the majority of uh, of the network is a wired uh, mm-hmm. network. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, as we look at extending um, um, the platform into uh, into other areas of the province, uh, it's just not feasible. It's not feasible um, um, to uh, to try and uh, and do that. Uh, in a wired fashion. Right? Sure, yeah. sure, understood. And good morning and welcome back to Moment of Truth. You're listening to Element FM, Toronto and Ottawa. I'm your host, David Moses, and we want to welcome Alfonso Licata, our guest today, to the studio. He is the CEO and President of Orion. And we've been talking about, oh, the kind of things that uh, his organization is involved with. We're specifically now moving on to an area of... Uh, um, rural and outside the the urban areas, which have uh, could have challenges in terms of of getting uh, 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 internet service or or technologically driven services to them uh, from uh, from outside um, the 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 more um, city central areas, which which are of course uh, in in many ways wired to the teeth, you might say. Um, so looking north, we've been talking specifically about looking north and northern Ontario, which is specifically, I guess, you only work within the province of Ontario, correct? Our mandate is uh, is Ontario only. Yeah. yeah. So, and I know this firsthand, you mentioned uh, Indigenous communities yes. and northern Indigenous communities. Um, I, in fact, have, uh, have had uh, the opportunity to go to uh, Attawapiskat, which mm. is uh, one of those northern communities mm. you're referring to. And I certainly do know what it is like and what it was like there, um, trying to get uh, a decent signal uh, to, uh, you know, get your phone operating or get Absolutely. some download anything, which uh, even yeah. even something that was a few megabits, yeah, uh, was a challenge at times. Absolutely, I'll uh, I'll share a story if you mm-hmm. uh, if Please. you care to hear it, uh, and it's uh, it's very much sort of if you will informed my my own thinking sure. uh, on uh, on the subject and uh, um, and if you will. Um, 
Orion's, uh, begun to shape sort of, if you will, Orion's thinking. Um, so the story goes back uh, probably about a good two and a half years ago, so early on in my uh, in my mandate mm-hmm. uh, at uh, at Orion, and uh, I was invited to uh, to speak at uh, at an event um, in uh, in a northern uh, in a northern urban center. I won't I won't name names just okay. to sort of, uh, <laughs> but it was uh, if you will sort of it was an urban center okay. uh, uh, in uh, in what I would say sort of uh, uh, the near the near north. Okay, um, and I decided to uh, to drive up. It's it was a beautiful drive. It was a nice sort of, uh, it was a nice, uh, uh, nice time of the year. And I thought I'd do it that way. Now, remember I'm, I'm a Toronto person, right? Mm-hmm. Sort of, I grew up with concrete, uh, and, uh, and, and, uh, and skyscrapers. And so I, I sort of, I relished the opportunity of sort of mm-hmm. going up there. I did my, uh, I did my, uh, uh, my thing. I spoke, uh, and I decided that, uh, rather than stay the, uh, stay the night, uh, that I would, uh, I would drive back. And as most urbanites do, I, uh, I entered in sort of the GPS coordinates of uh, of my home and started driving uh, stri- started driving back. Uh, I couldn't have been more than about um, a good thirty uh, minutes outside of this uh, of this city, mm. uh, and uh, I uh, was, if you will, sort of following blindly my GPS because that's what sort of that's what city folk do, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, ended up on a um, on what was an unpaved road. Mm. And, uh, and sort of me being me, sort of, you know, just following sort of very diligently what my GPS was telling me to do, right? And I'm heading down this road, and it's a wooded, uh, it's a wooded area, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's about sort of 6 or 7 p.m. This, uh, this time of the year, and, you know, sun's beginning to set. And I can see off in the distance um, that there was a grouping of people. I couldn't quite tell sort of, um, mm-hmm. you know, if there were 10, if there were 20, but it was a grouping of, of people. Mm-hmm. And I continued to drive, and, mm-hmm. and as I continued to drive, I saw that this grouping of people had um, their hands up in the air, right? They were holding their hands up in the okay. air, and I couldn't quite tell what was going on. Really? So you can imagine sort of uh, I, was both, uh, I was both curious uh, and a bit sort of uh, uh, alarmed. alarmed at the same time. But uh, again, my GPS kept on telling me to, mm. <laughs> to take this route, and, and, right. and so I did. Uh, as I approached uh, uh, the group, um, I can tell that what they were, what, why they had their arms up uh, or the hands up in the air, um, was they were holding, uh, if you will, different electronic devices, and I can tell that because they were being backlit uh, by uh, right. by the setting sun, sure, sure. right? And so I pull up, I get closer, um, I uh, roll down my window. Um, I don't know if anybody rolled down the window anymore, but anyways, I pressed the, <laughs> <laughs> the window came down, uh, and uh, and 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 this person came up to me. And I could tell that it was uh, a group of youth, right? Mm. Just ranging in age, anywhere between, I would say, anywhere between fourteen and eighteen. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, I asked the person, "What you know? What are you doing? Right? right. You we're you know, sort of, to me, in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of a wooded area, yeah. if you will, on sure. a uh, on a on a <laughs> on a gravel road, uh, with their hands up in the air, sort of, uh, what are you doing, right? And uh, and the question he's, he asked me is, do you know where you are? I says. Not really, right? And he says, well, you've wandered on to a First Nation community. Ah. And I said, well, that's interesting, right? Yeah. And I said, so what are you doing, right? <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, with, he says, we're trying to get onto the internet, right? So what they were doing is with their hands up in the air, if you mm. will, to your point, right? They were looking for a stronger uh, signal. A stronger signal. Mm. And so in my own bias, uh, um, I, uh, I'd wondered, okay, well, here's a group of kids. They're mm-hmm. trying to get onto Facebook. They're trying yeah. to get onto Snapchat or whatever it is, right? Um, and that couldn't have been further from the truth, mm. right? What they were trying to do, David, was they were trying to do their homework. Oh, wow. Right? And so I, I scanned the group, right? And uh, there was almost a one-to-one ratio between sort of a kid that had a tablet 
trying to get onto a signal. Mm. And another kid, right, with a pen and paper taking notes at around 7 whatever p.m. on a Thursday evening, right? And so that, quite honestly, um, shall I say, blew my mind, right? Because here I am, and I like to think, um, you know, that I am in a... uh, uh, you know, in a prosperous uh, mm-hmm. country and mm-hmm. uh, in a prosperous uh, province. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet here you have uh, a group of kids who are not messing about, mm-hmm. right? And and mm-hmm. even if they were messing about, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's, exactly, that's yeah. right? Uh, but these were a group of kids who were uh, very much wanting to, yeah. um, you know, sort of do their homework, to do yeah. their studies yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and didn't have, uh, if you will, access to what I would suggest are basic utilities, yes. right? Um, to uh, uh, um, um, to doing sort of t- t- life and betterment, right? Uh, and so that struck me, right? That struck me because I was, like I say, I was no more than half an hour outside of an urban center, right? Uh, and yet I could have been, I could have been sort of in the middle of the Atlantic, sure, right? Uh, and uh, and that, if you will, um, drove uh, uh, a lot of. Uh, what ended up uh, being sort of my own thinking mm-hmm. uh, about uh, us being able to do better, wanting us to do better. Uh, and Orion's a wonderful platform for that, right? Uh, because again, we are a nonprofit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it is about bringing uh, fair and equitable services to um, the citizenry of uh, of this province, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in uh, in a way that uh, we can all uh, benefit, right? Sure. So that's, that's a, a, a very sort of, uh, um, shall I say, simple but impactful sort of uh, uh, occurrence for myself. So when that happened to you, and yeah. this brought many questions to mind, and you started thinking about how can we do better, Yeah. Um, what came to mind? What, for instance, is Orion then moving to yeah. try and do in that regard? So um, one of the things uh, it's it's led to is the report I uh, mm-hmm. I, I mentioned, right? It's a report on uh, on northern uh, mm-hmm. the northern report, uh, and the report in and of itself um, took a deeper dive. Right, it's okay. the beginning of a conversation, sure. not the end of a conversation. Sure. Um, to uh, uh, to look at how um, Orion can play an even stronger role in adv- uh, advocating for. Uh, bringing broadband, right? And again, sort of whether it's wire or wireless, whether mm-hmm. it's orbit or not, mm-hmm. uh, it's a, it's about sort of bringing, yeah. um, if you will, these communities, um, these citizens, right, uh, into the digital domain, right? Uh, there's an expression that a colleague of mine sort of uh, from one of the uh, other provinces uses that uh, the digital future is here. Uh, it's just not equally distributed, right? <laughs> uh, and so um, the role that Orion is wanting to play, the role that Orion is beginning to play is about distributing equally um, that access to um, to the internet, right? Mm. That's our mandate, mm. right? Uh, and we're going to do that. We can't do that alone, mm. right? But we can certainly uh, advocate, and we can certainly work with government. We can certainly work with community um, to uh, to to do that. Um, so when you when you say something like that, and I can't help but think about the cost of of putting some kind of infrastructure in place to mm. get these northern communities wired or or set up with a reliable system that yeah. that people can access wherever they might be. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you have any of those answers or any of the and can comment on that. But but what is your what is your speculation of of yeah. being able to do something like that? I don't want to diminish sort of uh, um, the fact that it is a costly uh, sure. uh, endeavor, but I'm going to flip the question. Okay. Uh, and uh, what does it cost 
uh, us as a province uh, in not having, uh, um, you know, these communities participate uh, uh, as part of the uh, the digital conversation, right? And so here's a stat for you, right? Uh, the Ontario Chamber of, of Commerce estimates that a 10% increase in households with broadband would accelerate economic growth by 1.5 percentage points, right? So um, let's flip that around, right? What is it costing uh, in, in not having, um, you know, these, I call them kids, but, you know, these, these, these members of community not getting access to, you know, a, a, um, a fair and equitable education, right? Uh, what's costing these communities not participating economically, right, uh, um, in, uh, in the digital domain, right? Um, I will I will continue sort of with that story. I wasn't going to. I was going to leave it there. Uh, but what I what happened sort of uh, um, that that evening, right, was rather than drive back uh, to Toronto, uh, I went up to uh, I went back to that city mm. that I was, and I stayed the night because I had decided that uh, I was going to visit uh, mm. that First Nation the next okay. morning. Oh yeah, right. I mm. wanted to. I just Great. wanted to see what was going on. Sure, right. Uh, on that visit, I met uh, I met a a single mother. Okay, right. Uh, who had uh, who had two children, mm-hmm. right? Uh, um, and uh, she had told me the story of how the younger of uh, of the two uh, had uh, uh, wasn't well, and uh, how uh, uh, how she had to travel to uh, a larger uh, uh, city, if you will, to get access to uh, uh, proper healthcare for this uh, for this child, and the journey that she had gone on, right? So she had to find somebody uh, to take care of the older boy. Right, mm. um, she had to work with somebody to help uh, get to the uh, uh, get to the city. Right, um, she had to stay overnight in the city. Right, um, which is kind of a ridiculous thing when I thought about it. Right, uh, again, we like to pride ourselves, and I'm not going to take away. Right, there is a lot of really good work that's happening, but we like to pride ourselves uh, when we say we have universal health care. Mm. Right, um, but it dawned on me at that moment that we have universal health care for those people that can have access to that health care. Yeah. Right, and I thought there in that one moment, right, that if this community had reliable uh, access to the internet, um, there are technologies already in place. Absolutely. Right. Are, yeah. uh, that uh, that this individual could have stayed on uh, uh, in her community and had access to a physician or healthcare practices or whatever it is. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's not just about education, right? Uh, it's not just about innovation, right? It's not just about that. I would like to say these are just, these are basic, yeah. right? Um, and so what does it cost, right? So again, flipping your question, right? What does it cost? Uh, what did it cost that, 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 that you know, that, uh, that family? What did it cost that community? Uh, and, uh, and ultimately, what does it cost this province in not having mm. access right. uh, to uh the basic. I mean, I want to consider it a utility. Well, you, uh, you, you, you I, I, so many things are running through my mind when you say that. We, I just had a guest on the air the other day that we uh, talked about exactly that, right. and this is not the first time we have had that question flipped. Uh, quite a while ago, um, there was a, a conference done on exactly what you were talking about: the cost of doing nothing, and it specifically for, it was around uh, around First Nations. And um, and and it is a good question because that that cost uh, rolls out into many different ways. You mentioned the cost to um, y- y- you know think about the future cost of not doing. What is that? What happens if that person can't can't do their homework and they can't graduate from school? And they, you know what is the impact? And what are, you know that's just one. Person. The dominoes of that are actually sort of uh, huge. Yeah. 
So, yeah, absolutely correct. Absolutely. Uh, great questions. And, and, and we should and let's hope that, that we can uh, get those answers and get, get things rolling in that in that. Well, we can't direction. stop asking the question. No, we cannot. And, and I thank you. Listen, we're quickly running out of time. Yeah. And so I want to ask you if there's anything else that you would like to mention or talk about quickly before we, uh, we run out of time here. We have a couple of minutes left. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, uh, uh, again, because we are a community-based uh, a community-driven platform. Mm-hmm. Um, we are uh, we're open to, uh, if you will, sort of um, your own community uh, um, to uh, uh, you know pick up a phone, sort of drop me a line. Um, we're interested in hearing from them in terms of how we can play a role, uh, how they can play a role, because mm. uh, this is not. Uh, it's going to take a community, right? It's going to take um, a lot of, uh, uh, if you will, sort of different uh, uh, areas of uh, of focus to uh, to make this happen. Alphonse, do you want to mention, uh, do you have the, uh, the business website and sure. contact information? Sure, sure. Uh, so it is uh, uh, Orion, uh, oh my goodness, it is orion.org. Uh, okay. And um, and do you know I have a phone number? Is it, you know, it's a phone uh, You know what? It, uh, so you can, yeah, it's on the website. And I'm sorry, I don't have that on my printouts here either. So, yeah, um, yeah so check out orion.org and you can get all that yeah. contact information off their website. Um. Well, it's been great having you here. I really appreciate you coming in and sharing your stories and information about your organization. I wish you all the best in the Thank future you, with everything you're doing. Yeah. And I really hope that you stay in touch with us. It would be great to have you back on the show another time yeah. to hear about how you're, uh, how you're doing, how you're moving forward, especially as an, as a, an organization that is specifically involved with, uh, with, with education, innovation, and the other areas that impact our lives on a daily basis. So, David, just to, just to correct myself, it's orion.on.ca. Uh, I'm okay, sorry. Okay, no worries. That's all right. We're still on the same show. Orion.on.ca. That's the website to go to, and you can uh, reach out to the contact information on that site, orion.on.ca. Um, and you can get a hold of, uh, of uh, Alfonso uh, Licata. Alfonso Licata. He's the CEO and president of Orion. He's been our guest here today on Moment of Truth. And uh, we're coming up to the end of the show. I, I am uh, grateful that uh, you're able to make it in today. Appreciate that. And uh, I think we're going to go out on another song. 